morning, Gene. Good morning, James. Always good to see you. Likewise. Uh, today, we wanted to talk about how uh, role definitions are often redefined within uh, large product development organizations, uh, both, for example, the product owner role, uh, especially the scrum master role as of late, and uh, how that ties into other aspects of the organization. And I know, Gene, you had some pretty uh, uh, strong thoughts on this, so I wanted to let you uh, go first here. Sure. Thanks, James. Um, so needless to say, uh, the industry uh, is moving along, and uh, we learn a lot as we go. Uh, we do have this trend, and it has been a trend for a while, but for some reason um, uh, we see uh, amplification of this trend, uh, of trending, uh, over the last few months, I would think. Without naming any particular names, uh, I think the industry is uh, you know, pretty transparent in this. Some of the very well-established uh, roles that um, have been well-defined for adaptive, aka agile product development, have been um, uh, impacted. Uh, historically, um, uh, we've seen some of these roles being relabeled, relabeled uh, from what they were were meant to do in, uh, and to be initially into something uh, that is sort of watered down, uh, less um, specific, uh, less definitive. For example, taking the role of a scrum master that is very well defined for scrum and large scale scrum. Uh, with you know very uh, well-defined responsibilities and activities and and seasoning and uh, and qualifications, some organizations just water it down and dilute it and turn it into something like an agile manager or agile uh, team lead or agile delivery lead. What does it really mean to me is that a uh, there is very little appreciation or at least not enough appreciation and understanding that is given to the uh, the, the actual framework that this role uh, entails, such as Scrum. So if someone dilutes or trivializes the role of a Scrum master or a product owner for that matter, uh, needless to say, then uh, the, this company probably does not have uh, you know, enough recognition for Scrum. And somehow uh, by trivializing the role, they sort of softly step away from the idea of, hey, we will be um, experimenting with Scrum. So. It's really not Scrum anymore, and the role of a Scrum Master is no longer a Scrum Master for various reasons. And I, quite frankly, I'm not going to list all of those reasons, but uh, they, uh, they vary from uh, social to uh, strategic to economic. Uh, to me, um, not, ju not a justifiable change. Uh, to me, it also means that there is a lack of understanding of the real purpose of the framework itself, such as Scrum or large Scrum. Uh, also, there is also an indicator that we still are a subject to um, traditional funding and budgeting with, uh, uh, you know, sponsoring portfolios, programs, projects, uh, not products where Scrum really would come into play to support product development. Uh, clearly to me, there is a lack of understanding of the role and uh, reluctancy to add it uh, to HR um, database. So HR knowledge and policies, uh, career support, um, uh, support of a career path, compensation and promotion that is associated with this well-defined role 
uh, is absent or is, is weak or, or a company is on the fence whether or not they should be given support. So they try to water it down. And um, of course, uh, clear misunderstanding between job security and role security to me is, is also is in, is indicated by this uh, trend. Uh, the last I will say this, um, because uh, of the you know, watering down the, the roles that are very well defined, uh, it becomes easier for companies to essentially en masse draft old roles, old people into these new redefined internally um, you know, defined roles that really no longer have a clear definition. So you have cohorts, you have armies of X uh, underscore role, uh, now agile role, you know, agile, you used to be a manager, now agile manager, you used to be a BA, now agile BA, you used to be a delivery lead, now agile delivery lead. Now apply it and now you have this huge pool of individuals uh, that play the role. As time goes by and a company realizes, an organization realizes, hey, look, we're really not getting the you know uh, the bank for the buck. Uh, we just relabeled everyone everyone under the sun into these new roles. A few years went by. There was really no um, you know uh, justifiable gain from this for us as an organization. So um, in the name of goodwill, we will uh, do something to these uh, really fine roles. We will reduce them in number. Uh, departments, agile departments, agile centers of excellence get reduced or uh, eliminated, and of course, uh, it impacts people, people, people with with jobs. So um, first, we start with misunderstanding and uh, exhibiting a lack of recognition for the role and uh, what it really means to do. That we would water it down into something else, and this something else now uh, gets jeopardized. That's just my uh, overarching. Um, understand this is my view on the situation the trend in the market how about yourself so so i agree uh gene as that's almost always um you know when we were discussing this earlier the the writings of of hackman in leading leading teams came to mind and you know he puts forward this this uh meta framework that you need a supportive organizational context you need enabling structure compelling direction and a real team, and then also expert coaching. And that's not necessarily agile coaching, that's just more general. Um, and I think we have these organizations where they never had an enabling structure in the first place. And you didn't really have real teams in the first place. You had people that were acting individually as product developers typically that were basically just given a job to go do that one thing. They never really worked as a team. They were just kind of a loose group of people. And then you step back and you say, well, why are we not getting much benefit? Well, because you never had the right structure and real enabling teams in the first place. You just had a lot of lip service to that. Um, another facet that I think comes to play is, you know, a scrum master role is intended as a very senior role with managerial level of uh, emotional intelligence and ideally some technical competency as well. And, you know, in a less structure, for example, managers are completely optional. Uh, the only reason you wouldn't have anyone reporting into the Scrum Master is that kind of changes the dynamic and, and causes problems in that way. But uh, so you have structure that is not conducive to real teams in the first place, 
You have people that are that are in these roles that are doing what they've been asked, and and they're doing the best to the best of their ability, yet they've never been empowered to really do the the, the role that as it's actually defined, and in many cases they're a bit junior to be asked to be doing what they're doing, but it's not their fault. If you don't like the outcome of the system, don't blame the people in the system. Blame the people who created the system in the first place. You know, blame the people who set up this organizational structure. That's where the problem is. It's always in the senior management layers. Um, they're accountable for the organizational design, which has, as you and I know, uh, uh, cultural uh, in, influences culture far more than the reverse. Uh, any any more uh, thoughts? Yeah, so it's actually it's a good point you made about uh, Hackman's uh, um, you know, thinking Hackman's model on this um, on this very very applicable. Uh, would like to uh, just to dwell a little bit more on the relabeling uh, process itself, and it's it, and it's not pro it's probably not uncommon. It's it's humanly understandable that we tend as humans to. Uh, rename, relabel things that we don't understand well, the things that we do understand well. So when I see an organization taking a role of, an, of a Scrum master, that is very well defined uh, in Scrum and large-scale Scrum. And like you said very uh, um, accurately, I think I strongly agree, it's a seasoned role. So it's a role of a seasoned person with high degree of intellectual integrity, a coach, um, an enabler. Uh, so when they take this role and trivialize and water it down, uh, they, they look for um, a good substitution for it. So what, what's the best substitution for the role? I'm a scrum master. Well, let's dig through the Rolodex of existing uh, traditional HR roles. Of course, there's got to be a word of delivery concatenated to the role, whatever that role is that they uh, substitute. Why? Because if, especially if the organization is driven by incentives and bonuses, uh, co compensation uh, includes incentives and bonuses, then you are expected to deliver. And as we know, companies um, struggle uh, a lot defining for themselves, what is it that a scrum master delivers? Or what is it that a coach delivers? Those soft deliverables, mm, they don't fly well with us. You know, we it's not something we can tangibly touch and feel and put our dollar on. Uh, and therefore, let's substitute it with the word delivery. Now, short, shortly thereafter, they realize delivering a bunch of metrics or delivering a PowerPoint deck with a bunch of reports on behalf of teams is a pretty weak delivery. It's almost like useless delivery. And then, of course, what comes to mind uh, of those organizational uh, leaders that are behind this, well, maybe that's no longer of a role that we need. So, uh, uh, so anyway, that, that's just my additional thinking and this and and I was thinking when you were talking about performance and bonuses and whatnot so many companies bonus on individual performance and have you know these forced ranking systems that do all of this and you know that just tears teams apart and then you wonder you know why do people act on base why do they act for their own personal self-interest which is not necessarily in the best aligned with the best interest of the product, the best interest of the company. Well, because that's how you're paying them, you know, and you, you wonder why they have the responses they do. So, yeah, exactly. So you see, and, <laughs> and of course, when we see those roles being uh, reduced, for lack of a better word, uh, 
it's just another way of saying, well, we're not paying you for whatever you uh, were um, expected to do. Yes. So you're really not delivering. You're not delivering code. You're not delivering um, um, economic uh, calculation sheet. You're not de 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 delivering a business proposal. So what you deliver is probably, it's not something that we value uh, and probably rightfully so. So the, the systemic root cause is probably not at the tail end of this. No, it's never, uh, journey, it almost right? never is. Right. It's not like we have to uh, fix the problem of uh, reducing the roles that do not make sense. We probably should go should be going upstream uh, using you know applying system thinking and you know do maybe doing system modeling and understanding what was the root cause to have this problem in the first place. Well, probably you should have protected. Um, you should have understood. You should have protected, respected, and elevated and empowered the role as it was meant to be in the first place, then this wouldn't happen. So fixing the problem, systemic problem upstream would um, reduce the problem downstream. Yeah, don't blame the They're people in work. the system, right? Exactly, exactly. All right, so. so uh, treat, treating the symptom. So, yeah. thanks, for, uh, thanks for listening, guys. Um, this will be available on both Gene and I's uh, LinkedIn uh, post, as well as on our respective uh, YouTube channels. Uh, which sometimes is a better way to watch this in landscape if you're watching on a phone, as well as on podcasts on the Agile Carpentry podcast, which if via Spotify, will give you the video version. Otherwise, you only get the audio. And thank you again for your time. And uh, please feel free to comment with additional ideas for us to discuss.